I don't think uh, Jose Ramirez uh, checks the social media. I think we know who checks Jose Ramirez's social media, but uh, maybe he saw it. Maybe he saw everybody who said they were worried about Jose Ramirez. He thought, what, you're worried about me? And then he goes out and he does something that he has never done in his uh, brilliant career to date, making everybody happy and chant, Jose, 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 making you think, are the Guardians starting to turn this thing around? You are Locked On Guardians, your daily podcast on the Cleveland Guardians, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We had some queuing. It's okay. Those happen. Uh, Gosh, first time seeing my reflection. I feel like I look a little red there. Too much time in the sun for me today. I want to thank everyone uh, for joining us on a fun show. We're going to be mostly positive in this one. Uh, But first, I want to say download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code LOCKEDONMOB for $20 off your first purchase, last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. want to give a shout out to Everydayer Jace Shindo for his positive comments yesterday. And saying that, uh, let's move into a fun one. Uh, This is in sad news. Well, not sad. Justin's getting to go and get married in a very nice place. This is going to be Justin's final show for a few days he's coming back let's not make it like he's you're not gonna get rid of me that easy but he's gonna be coming back so you're stuck with me um next week uh, i think essentially but i did want to give that heads up uh so we can just watch the numbers plummet but uh when he comes back we'll have we'll have this great stretch to talk about because in the last five series i'm gonna throw this out there before we get into jose's historic night three one and one in their last five three oh and one in their last four but this all began and it Everything with Jose. And I got to say, the funny bit to me in this game was Jose's last at bat. Now, only one Guardian slash Indian has ever hit four home runs in a game. is Rocky Calavito. Uh, Jose hits a single, gets the run in, and Ahmed kind of gives up running between second and third, lets himself get tagged out. Jose kind of looked pissed about getting caught. Like, he tried to take the extra base, and he did not look. Am I wrong? Like, he looked pissed off that Ahmed didn't extend it longer so he could get, like... Jose being Jose, he wanted to get that extra base. He is always pushing the envelope. He is such a smart base runner. Didn't he look pissed off <laughs> as he was coming out? He did not look happy, even though he had three home runs and it wasn't going to change anything in this situation. He still wanted to get to second. I would I would imagine maybe he was a little more pissed off that he got that extra chance. Because there, you know, it didn't seem like after this other at bat, he was going to get to bat again uh, after the last one. So he had an extra shot at 40 home or 40 home runs at four home runs in the game for the first time. And I think maybe he was just mad that he wasted that. It is ironic that his last at bat ended up being a ground out. Didn't it go as a ground out at the end of the game? Ground there? Out, double play. Yeah. So ironic that he goes straight. Got, an, got an RBI on it. The, the rare double play ground out RBI, right? Does that count as an RBI? Yeah, but you can't, but automatically you don't get a run driven in for that. So. Okay. But he's still got the run across. Yeah, you can't get an RBI in a double play. It depends on how you score it, I guess. This could be one for anybody who's Weird an one. official score. Where's, where's, um, where's Fever? No, no. He'll let us know tomorrow. Yeah, no RBI. Uh, it doesn't look like on the box score right now. So we'll see. Maybe they'll change it. I don't know. But it's a double play. It's just an ironic way to end the game. Because I was sitting there telling my fiance, I said, you know, nobody's had a home run. Not almost had four home runs since Rocky Calavito on June 10th. And I'm like, it's June 8th. Like, that's pretty close. Pretty funny. And, uh, of course, he almost did it to Corey Kluber. He hit two off of Corey Kluber. Uh, sad for Corey Kluber. 
I, very ironic that how Could many this times be the, the death knell, you know, like, I mean, he was out there trying to save that pitching staff. They've been beat yeah. up after going to New York this week. And, um, that pitching staff has been decimated. So I did have every day were... uh, Aaron Bachman say, is he a, secretly a sleeper agent? Like the, the race playoff game. He's not going to want to come back for alumni night whenever he's done mm-hmm. with this whole thing. And they had a, when he got sent to the bullpen, I saw on all the Boston sports writers had a sit down with him. And he was just saying like, you know, I'm not pitching well. I got to do what I can do to help this team until I figure it out. And, you know, he didn't really make any bones about it, which, you know, we expect from Corey Kluber. That's who he is. I just think it's it's interesting. It's I don't want to say it's two ships passing in the night, but not that we were doing the podcast back then, but how many times do you sit there on Twitter or just in general talking to yourself about all the things Corey Kluber did over the years, like magical nights, the 17 strikeout he's, night against the Cardinals. The best pitcher I experienced. Yeah, I mean, he every night he was setting new records in, in franchise history, and then tonight Jose – you know, makes franchise history against him, which is just so ironic. Those two playing together. And and I know back earlier this week after Jose had that rough night and he almost hit that home run on what was it? Wednesday night, Tuesday night. He almost hit a home run. It was very close to win to tie in that game over the ninth inning for them. And then he had the double in the win Wednesday. And, you know, we're kind of talking about, you know, he hasn't been the same, like he's, Struggled since that St. Louis series. You know, he had the walk-off hit, but he didn't really do well in Baltimore, which is ironic. Or no, he did do well in Baltimore. It was Minnesota he scuffled because usually he crushes Minnesota. Yeah, because he doesn't do weekends. Yeah. Jose Ramirez is kind of the mailman, I guess. Yes, he, he doesn't deliver they, on they, Sundays. They Well, no, they work on Saturdays. I don't know. But that, that game, by the way, Jose Ramirez, we talked about how he was slipping yeah. very close to um, the below league average offensive line. He was like at 100 even. And tonight, with that performance, he is now 113. So he raised his offensive uh, line to 113 WRC+. And how has nine home runs for the team lead? He took the lead from Josh Naylor in one night. Uh, Josh Naylor still has the lead at 114 WRC+. But I don't know. I just want to appreciate Jose Ramirez. I heard the one thing on the broadcast, too, they were saying about how, you know, he's never really uh, – publicly, he's not really a, a me kind of guy. He doesn't, you know, seek the spotlight. We know that for him staying in Cleveland. And he doesn't really show a lot of emotion while he's playing. But, you know, when he signed the long-term contract, he talked about wanting to be in Cleveland. He wanted to, mm-hmm. he was proud. He wanted to have his number retired here. He wanted to win a World Series, which, you know, everyone's going to say that. And, you know, he was thankful or he wanted to to be remembered as one of the best franchise players. And now he has 200 career home runs. And I think that's special because, and we should, you know, take it to take some time. Everybody should take some time to stop and think about that. Not a lot of guys. No one. Not, no, it's not, not just a lot. A lot. Yeah, nobody. nobody. Nobody has chosen Cleveland and has said, I want to do cookie. this. Cookie. Cookie. I'm sorry. They're, give Cookie his credit. That's yeah. And, and he, and to Cookie's credit too, he is on a lot of lists for, for franchise accolades. So he is um, up there, I think, in strikeouts and some other things, at least for a single season. But Career-wise, Jose Ramirez, you know, wants to be remembered as one of the greatest players to play for this franchise of all time, and that's just special. We, do, you know, we haven't heard that in Cleveland a whole lot, and you know, we were talking this week, like I said, about how you know he's been struggling and he just hasn't really been the same. And then he has one of those nights that reminds you that he's still Jose Ramirez and he's still doing things that he's never done before. And it'd be great if he got the, if this was a the start of him just going back to who he used to be and. Um, not that it's been a long time since he was a great player. It was only before he broke the thumb or the, had the thumb, thumb tendon issue last year. So it's not like it's been 
You know, it wasn't like Albert Pujols has declined, you know, where he was terrible forever and then had one last hurrah. So, this is not that case, but. Just to, to piggyback on your thoughts. So with tonight, the two home runs move him in a tie. He was 10th all time. Now he's tied for ninth with Travis Hafner. Uh, 14 behind Andre Thornton. Uh, his total bases, he has 10th all time. So he's trying to move up there. Doubles, he's tied with Ken Keltner for sixth. Uh, in terms of war, it's going to change now because it was a positive game. Heading into tonight, tied for eighth all time with Kenny Lofton for war. So it's, you know, just it, we're talking about like franchise stuff for him. Uh, you know, he is someone where you go through the list, stolen bases. He's seventh in the history of this franchise. Uh, he's going to be top 10 a lot of places. Yeah, he's fifth in extra base hits. Up. You know, uh, the the only guys ahead of him with multi home run games were Hal Trotsky, Albert Bell, Jim Tomey, and oh, blanking on the fourth guy. Don't but uh, history's not my forte. It was, uh, of course, you know, Sarah Langs, who's awesome at all things, was the one I need to dig that out. Um, who, uh, who had the great immediately had the information. No, no one's better than her, uh, yeah. when it comes to those stats. But yeah, she had that. Uh, hey, Ryan Garko's top 10 in something that, that was a mind blower that I just saw that. Did not what is he top 10 in? Hit by pitch, he is seventh all time. <laughs> Uh, uh, Andre Semedes is going to catch him there, probably. Yeah, um, hey, Jimenez I'll is take, not I'll even in the top ten. But like, I, I don't know what power speed is, but like, Jose is number one by forty three points. Joe Carter, Joe Carter was the other guy. That's who it was. Joe Carter was the multi home run guy. But like, there's some things where he absolutely is just you know destroys things. And I think you're right. It is important to recognize like he's already one of the ten greatest hitters in the history of this franchise, and he's just going to keep pushing his way upwards. Ninth all time in WAR. Uh, if he can get 1.4 more war, he'll pass Larry Doby. That's, wow. that's pretty elite so, company. The 38.8 was just offensive war. These side with Lofton. I messed that up. Okay. What is Lofton? I was going to say, because Lofton's a borderline. Hall Lofton's of fame, career right? war is 48.6, but his offense, uh, 41.8 heading into today. But Wait, offensive. No, again, Lofton's, Lofton's what? 48.6 and, and Jose, Jose is, is 41.8. I mean, okay, I think we can say that Kenny Lofton should be in the Hall of Fame. Yes, Kenny, Kenny Lofton falling off on the first ballot is one of the greatest travesties well, in the history the of crime. voting. And, like, especially, like, listen, I, I'm going to get people mad at me. Lofton should still be on. Lofton is a better player than Vizquel. Vizquel keeps hanging around. We don't even have to get into the myriad of off-the-field stuff with him, but just like in terms of baseball play, Kenny Lofton was better than Omar Vizcal. Full stop. I want to keep talking about Jose. I want to ask you a couple of questions. So yeah, let's let's, after the break. Well, you might want to get some tickets to go to the Guardians game this weekend. I know they've got a big promotion with Tristan McKenzie's uh, jersey giveaway. Maybe you'll see Jose Ramirez take another shot at the four home run uh, game or maybe move up some more record-breaking uh, stats, but you can use the game time app to get tickets. They have deals on last minute tickets and flash deals. So you can always find tickets for the best price, uh, the lowest price guarantee event cancellation protection, even though it looks good this weekend, knock on wood, uh, forget planning it. months. <laughs> I know I did. Yes. Uh, so, Name Justin. Yeah. I, well, I, I'd be screwing myself there if that was the case. But uh, you can get images of seats before you buy them so you know exactly what to expect. Uh, you get tickets in a matter of seconds. They'll be sent right to your phone. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWN MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKDOWN MLB for $20 off when you're getting those tickets you're so excited about. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And remember to check out uh, this upcoming series on uh, Sirius XM against the Houston Astros. Just type Guardians. Make it easy on you. I do want to throw one quick note before we do about Jose. I got to do a self-correction. Someone in here recently asked us when I thought Chase Delato would get to Lake County. And I totally had the brain fart and skipped, flipped those minor league affiliates again because they weren't always. Because it's, yeah. So I just want to say to the person I said two weeks, that's not the case at all. I'm sorry. (laughs) I thought that like in a few weeks, he could be up to out of Arizona. Not necessarily jumping. I guess it depends on where his volume is at. I think sometime this month he'll be out of Arizona, speaking of yeah. uh, exciting things. But, uh, okay, so we both think Lofton's a Hall of Famer. I mean, I, I would if, – if Tim Raines is in. And I'm a big Hall guy, but Jose Ramirez is automatically already a Cleveland Guardians Hall of Famer, obviously. That's not even a question. My question is, does Jose Ramirez get a statue? And does his helmet stay off – is his helmet off on the statue if he gets one? Because that would be fitting, right? I think the one thing that's going to hold him back, he is a great player, but I don't know if he has a sexy stat. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't necessarily have the home runs. He doesn't necessarily, like, he does a lot of things well, and, you know, he's ninth in home runs. We'll see how high he can get, but he's not going to reach the tier of, you know, that he's, he's not going to probably be, before I make a stupid comment, like, can he get, he can probably get top five, but, no, I guess a few good years, maybe he could get to number two. But, like, I don't know. It, so much of him is being such a well-rounded plus player who does everything well. I mean, even today, it's like, this game could have been tied before that breakout inning if he doesn't make that ridiculous throw that they win the overturning on, because otherwise that's a two-run home run, and then the game's tied. And who knows, maybe with the pressure they're playing under, it's another, like, oh, this is happening again, and they don't explode. So, I mean, that's the thing with him, like, he should. <laughs> Anyone out there who's thinking I'm hating? No, he should. He's gonna, he's gonna be a Mount Rushmore player for me when he retires, uh, in terms of stats. And uh, if he is, then no, the helmet should be on the ground, <laughs> right by his feet. Yeah, I think. Yes, it should. right. At by least, his feet. at least it's got to be lifted off his head. Like it's got to look like it's ready to fall off. I just think it's gonna be hard to do that lifting and make it not look weird. So I think you got to put it by his feet. That's fair. Upside down. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Um, yeah, the thing that's tough about a statue is, and I know a lot of people are, I know there's a lot of people out there who are mad that Tommy got one and I'm sorry. I don't care. I think Jim Tommy is my all time favorite player and running away as a kid. Uh, the reason I'm, I am such a big baseball fan between that and my dad. And also, and like, I know he, he is the home run king, which is the sexy stat. And he's not, it's not even close. He's got right, 337. People, Bell's got 242. And Jose is probably not going to catch either of those. Any guys? Anyway. I mean, he'll get the two forty. He's at two hundred right now. I mean, he'll pass Bell. He's not going to catch Tommy. No, the three thirty seven is probably too hard for him to catch. But he'll pass Bell at two forty two. But people got to hit forty two in five years. He can do that. That's eight a year. He has a chance. To didn't, people didn't want Ho- want Jim Tommy to have a statue because he left. So the, and and the Guardians what they've done historically too. This goes against what they've done. There's no numbers on that team that are retired that aren't in the hall of fame, except for, I think Bob Lemon is the only number retired. Bob Lemon's a is hall of famer. Isn't he? There's somebody up there. Who's not a hall. Is it like Ray Chapman or someone since he died in a game? I don't think his number's up in the, uh, 
the, the shipping containers. There's gonna be somebody so mad at us because I'm so bad with numbers. But I, I so think... they haven't retired, and like, except for I, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I think the Hall of Fame. He's not. Let me put it that way. I'm gonna be Bob I'm... Lemon's not in the Hall of Fame. I didn't think he was. No, he is. He is baseball oh, Hall of Famer. Oh, inducted God. in okay. 1976. Okay, there's somebody yeah. up there who's he's... not in the Hall. Of... Is no, Mel, he... no, Mel Harder's in right? No, Mel. I don't think Mel Harder is. Bob, okay, Bob he, Lemon is like one of the best pitchers in baseball at his peak. There's like somebody's the, number. Okay. There's somebody's number up in the. While you're talking, league. I'll pull it up. Yeah, there's somebody's number up in the. Harder, I do not think is in the Hall of Fame. Okay. So that that Some, would be it. Someone's number up there is not in the Hall of Fame, and they retired that. Obviously, Jackie Robinson's everywhere. So, but typically they don't retire numbers unless you've made the Hall of Fame, and everybody who has a statue as well in that ballpark also has been a Hall of Famer. So. That's that's the thing that probably goes against him is historically they have always waited until guys from I mean Tony wasn't inducted yet before he got his statue I don't think but maybe he was but he was going to get it anyway first ballot no so that's the only thing I can I can think about with with Tony with uh, Ramirez but you know what I I would make a special exception even if Jose Ramirez doesn't make the baseball Hall of Fame it's a travesty well yeah Mel Harder is not. No harder. Okay, so he's the only I knew there was, and his number is up there retired, I think. So, because he's like, he's near the top in a lot of categories, but he's only a four time all star. You know, he, he was like 223 and 186. He was, you know, he was a guy who pitched a lot of times. Like, he set the franchise record for wins, game started, and inning pitch, which all got broken by Bob Feller. But then he stuck around so long. Yeah, so sorry. There's been many players named nicknamed the Chief. Those those nicknames don't exactly occur anymore. Interesting. Well, I apologize to anybody who's a historian was like yelling at their uh, phone or, or their Bob, Bob Lemon was really said. really flipping good. There was, but I knew there was somebody whose number is retired by the team who's not in the Hall of Fame. So but there's you, one. No, it is. It is. It's Mel Harder. Yeah. Yeah. So there is one. So I don't know. I, I guess the Hall of Fame thing is the, is the issue for Jose and the statue and the number of retirement thing. But I, I would say you make an exception because this is the one guy who is a superstar. And I know people outside of Cleveland may not think he is. And people say nationally, he may, may not, you know, he's not the, the, the Guardians don't have a face of the franchise. Well, that might be in the eyes of somebody looking on the outside, looking in. But from the inside, from inside Cleveland, he is the face of the franchise. And I would say because he chose Cleveland, because he stayed here, because he's so great. I think whether or not he makes it to Cooperstown, I think that you you retire his number and you give him a statue. He should make it to Cooperstown. Like I know he doesn't have quite the hardware, but it's like I think we're getting smarter to the fact like it doesn't matter if you have five MVPs. It's more important if you had like eight top five MVP finishes. Like yeah. luckily we're getting smarter in baseball about and the like the bar for third baseman isn't that high to be honest, because there's not a lot of third no. base. And third base is hard, yeah. It, it is not but sometimes, you know, listen, Scott Rowland should have got, he's finally in, right? Like he finally got a yeah, finally in. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, it might take a little while for Jose. Just like it took a little while for Roland, but Roland should have been in. Do my moment and stump for Cardinals fans. Jim Edmonds probably fell off too early as well. But uh, Roland, yeah, there's that. I don't know. The, and that's the thing. Like, can we just be honest about the fact that the hall of fame has a, more so than the awards voting, a massive built-in bias based on the larger media bases. That's, like, that's just always good. But but it's the truth. Like I don't think it's as big of a deal anymore when we talk about like awards voting because there's like three per city, and some of those get, people aren't great. <laughs> we know that. But once you're a Hall of Fame voter, you're I believe a Hall of Fame well, voter, so you, you give have, it up. 
you still have people who think that sending in a blank ballot is abstaining from voting. That, that No, that goes – like there are people who do that. There's somebody in Cleveland every year who sends in a blank ballot and says, oh, I'm abstaining. It's not abstaining. You're no, that's hurt, not actually hurting. Yeah, actually you hurting. Are, All right. Yeah. Let's we'll let's take, appreciate everybody else yeah. uh, who had a good game tonight and talk about the Houston series in just a moment. Bird dogs. I love these pants, or in this case, my shorts. Uh, just comfortable. They are a very comfortable short. They are have great utility. Uh, they feel good. They look good. They have some hilarious names that I am not allowed to repeat on this podcast. Go check them out for yourself if you have the internal mind of a 12-year-old, which I always do. And, you know, again, I'll point out, this is what you get free. You're watching online. You get your Bird Dogs 80-style Tumblr. Uh, solid, solid Tumblr, as well as just great shorts. I keep saying I'm probably going to get another one of those Tumblrs because I want to try their um, their pants. Uh, if their shorts is good, I'm going to go to birddogs.com slash MLB and have the promo code lockdown MLB for a free ready Yeti style Tumblr with your order. That's birddogs.com slash lockdown MLB for a free Yeti style Tumblr. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. If some is good, more is better, right? Yes, exactly. Uh, check out Guardians and Astros Friday night on your Sirius XM app. That will be Tristan. I'm sorry. It'll be Logan Allen. And I don't know who's pitching for Houston. Uh, is it Christian like, Javier? It's Christian Javier's it one. We've and got Logan Brandon no. Bilak in one and JP France. Are those the three yeah. starters? France well, France goes Saturday. So, yeah. So, check that out on Sirius XM. Search Guardians. Uh, man, everybody hit tonight on, on this game. Yeah. Good. And, and they should uh, um, because. Yeah, Rosario with that hit in the ninth was his. He was the last one to join the parade. And how many times this year? I know. Look. It sucks. It does suck because I feel bad for Corey Kluber. I mean, that's my, I, I was really skeptical that he was going to get a contract this off season. Cause he was really bad at the end of last year. And then he gave that walk off home where I was like, man, I hope that's not it for him, but pitching is really... just hard to, I mean, Boston started a 32 year old guy who's been terrible in the minors. Uh, yeah. I, I don't major. Like, yeah. I mean, they're just in this, it's pitching is hard to find and you know, they're paying a lot Kluber, of money. Yeah, and Kluber is a guy who's, uh, you know, been relatively uh, rubber armed uh, the past few years. Like, you know, still has a little bit left. Will travel. Will eat innings. It's a little sad because he's not like he's he's the best pitcher I saw in my life. CC Sabathia started to peak right before he left. Like that yeah. Cy Young year was the second to last year. Cliff Lee was great, but it was only like two to three years again right. peaking near the end. Kluber was the best pitcher in baseball for a period there, and we got what three Cy Young awards when he was in Cleveland. He almost single handedly carried this team to the postseason as a starter, two Cy Young awards, yeah. or to the World Series, I should say. Great, guy, I mean, great pitcher, yeah. and, and like I would, based on his peak, I do. He's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's not. He didn't start till he was like twenty seven in the big leagues. But I think he's a guy we should discuss in the future that maybe he should get his number retired because what his peak was is unlike any peak in my lifetime. Yeah, his peak is definitely the best post-World War II for Cleveland, without a doubt. Um, he should definitely have – he'll be in the Guardians Hall of Fame. There's no doubt about that. I know someone's going to say somewhere that he didn't play with the Guardians, whatever. He's going to be in the Cleveland Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. Don't care. Um, and there'll be others saying oh, that he was a choker, and I just that drives me insane. Uh, if you if you exclusively just watched Game Seven of the World Series, I feel bad for you. And then the next year, like it's like, well, he was hurt seventeen, Remember? yeah. But he was hurt. It's still the that's that's always going to be like 
my one issue, my biggest issue always with Tito will be like, Carrasco was great that year. Why did we pitch hurt Corey Kluber twice? That's always going to be the thing that just sits in my craw yeah. to the end of time. So but this year, this pitcher. year, there were there would have been times with this offense where a guy like Corey Kluber, who's been struggling, turns it around. Like, look, look at Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn was pitching like crap, and he came in against Cleveland and dominated them. So there are times this year that this offense would have struggled against Corey Kluber. They did not. They, I mean, they, they hit Matt Dermody enough, which is good. They hit, they, you know, hit two home runs, both were by Jose. He had the, the four hits, three runs. They did enough against him. They torched Corey Kluber, unfortunately for Corey, but they did exactly what they should have done. I mean, Josh Naylor, two hits, Andres Menes two hits, Will Brennan. I mean, he, and he got thrown out at second that one time. I know, but it didn't really matter. The game was four up. home runs, three since he killed that bird. It's just saying. He he is going to get a visit from Peta because man, it seems like yeah. he's really uh, wearing the badge of honor now. But now he's yeah uh, he's uh, <laughs> the baseball gods accepted his sacrifice. That is clear. Miles Straw. Even Miles Straw poked one. That was a hard hit ball. And he uh, he has struggled with you know it, it feels like he struggles in those situations with runners on base. That has been a struggle for him this year. That's anecdotally. I didn't look at the numbers, but I think uh, really, he right? did. Yeah, I, I that was a big hit there. I mean, that was part of eight hits in a row. That was kind of amazing. Bell hit the that ball ended with twice. Ahmed. Yeah, you know what? Ahmed had the devil play. I know someone's gonna be like, God, they won. You guys are still complaining about Ahmed. I mean, he had the double play right before Jose hit a solo home run in the, in the yeah. first inning, and then he, he also, had the double play yeah. to yeah at the end. There. So I know we're not, you know, but he still got a hit when it mattered. It's it, no, it was when the game was out of reach. I've given up on the Ahmed thing. I really have. I don't know. Game yeah, it's, it's not like about him today. Everyone else, you know, is like Brendan has stayed hot. I'm just having fun uh, with the Ahmed stuff since since it seems to really tweak some people out there. It really does. Kind of have, um, have fun with it. You uh, want a negative Brennan, bullpen was kind of iffy. Uh, I mean, 99 took care of stuff again. He walked Didn't a batter, though. He, he threw nine pitches, got one out, and walked a batter. So four of his nine pitches were balls. De Los Santos had another walk and a hit, so that's yeah. He had two base game. runners, but did he also have two strikeouts? I want to say he did. And Cur- Curry got hit a little bit in the ninth inning there too. We got the DP. Matter. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, if you want to nitpick with the bullpen, yeah. The last time Savali pitched, someone got mad at us because we you know, we talked about Tristan start because on Sunday, Tristan was um, Savali and Kluber, and I did it again. Kluber, no, Savali and Bieber are kind of similar in their their starts now. It's like don't miss any bats, but don't give mm-hmm. up. Uh, you know, give up a few runs. Uh, just not a ton yep, of guy traffic on the bases. You know, he had six six runners in nearly six innings. But he did give up a home run, and he did give up two runs. Like I said, this very easily, if not for that Jose play and a good challenge by uh, uh, a closer you know, game, yeah. you know, this would have been uh, could have given up three, and you know, that's not as strong of a start. Like it, it looked like a really good start, and then he just as he kept going, they started to get to him. Uh, Tristan Cassis, we talked about uh, yesterday's show. He and I'll say that first inning strikeout was like that was. It's a big moment uh, for Savali, and that was a beautiful pitch. By uh, the way, um, the Twins, we're talking, about the, we're talking about upcoming series now. We had to talk about the Astros. The Twins lost on Thursday as well to the Rays again. So there is no, there are no teams now in the Central over 500. They're all below 500. That's quite the badge of honor to wear. Um, the Twins will play the Blue Jays this weekend, who... I think the Blue Jays are starting to get hot. Did they not win on Thursday? Yeah. They, did. Um, they did. They beat the Astros. Yes, they beat the Astros. Yeah. Uh, the Blue Jays are starting to get hot, which they've needed for a while. Actually, they beat. They took. They took. Uh, they sweep the Astros this week. They did. Wow, they swept the Astros. The Astros are coming in 
uh, losers of at least three in a row. Didn't and... they just beat up on the White Sox or the Twins, though? The Houston, I think Houston just beat up on the Twins. Uh, they lost to the Angels on Sunday, so that's four straight losses. I'm just kind of going back to their, their, their schedule. but uh, So the Astros have lost at least four in a row. But the Twins got uh, lost to the Blue Jays or the Braves this week. They put the Blue Jays this weekend, who are hot. So the Guardians. Yeah, but they took three out, or four man. from the Angels in that weekend series. Uh, they lost two out of three to the Twins. That was the recent one. But they took three yeah. out of four from the Angels and but and then uh, lost three out of four to Toronto. So they've been uh, they've been unbalanced, which is what you expect for a team that's well. I mean, they're eleven nine games over five hundred. They they they're starting to rebound in Houston. They still, oh, you know what though? Jordan Alvarez did get hurt um, tonight, so there is that. So if Jordan's not in that lineup this weekend, that is a big deal. Jose Altuve is still coming back from injury. You know, you know who we're going to see that people are going to complain about this weekend is probably Yainer Diaz. Yeah. He's he is really hitting the ball for, and he could always hit in the minors. There was the hit tool wasn't really the question. He's definitely not a catcher. He doesn't walk. He is he is he's Oscar Gonzalez, truthfully. That's what he is. He's a butcher wherever you put him defensively. He doesn't get on base, but he hits a little bit. Like he's right now, Yaner Diaz has a, a 273 batting average, uh, an OBP below 300, a 103 WRC plus because he's slugging a little bit and he has a 2.4% walk rate. So he is essentially Oscar Gonzalez, and that's why they traded him. Uh, also because he doesn't have a defensive home truthfully he's not good enough to be a first baseman he certainly can't catch although he's got a great arm never had a bad arm just doesn't do anything else well but i'm sure somebody will complain about him this weekend but um guardians are only one and a half games out this could be an interesting weekend so you got uh, logan allen and uh christian javier on friday night christian javier is really really good uh although he pitched in, in the world baseball classic so you kind of wonder about his arm Jake oh, did Grant's someone just say the World Baseball Classic affects arms and has a negative effect on players? Did I, well, did Trey I Turner it? has not been good since the World Baseball Classic. There have been a couple guys. I don't know. Jose Altuve Grant's... is back with them, speaking of the World Baseball Classic. and uh, Yeah, he just again. Uh, J.P. Yeah. France has been a nice start, story for Houston so far this year. Uh, and I don't, know anything about, I don't know anything about Brandon Belak. Belak is one of those Notre Dame guys who was absolutely terrible at Notre Dame because they couldn't develop to save their lives. Uh, and then was a smart pick because, Hey, might as well pick from that program and see if you can develop. He's, he's a, four, he's a five. He's maybe more of a six, honestly, kind of a swing so guy. Yeah. So it's, but, but he has been, he's a useful depth arm. Um, one of those guys that I thought there was maybe a chance at more, but uh, I think he's more of a, you know, a five, six really. Yeah, you got Mackenzie Saturday and Bieber Sunday, so this should be an interesting series. And uh, like I said, the and Jose Abreu continues to be one of the worst hitters yeah. in baseball, right? He, yeah, uh, he is. He finally hit a home run a few a few days ago or a week ago, but he has been. I mean, it's hard to believe that Josh Bell, who has let's see, Josh Bell is down to, and he's up to a ninety four WRC plus, so that's that's fine. Jose Abreu though uh, is at fifty, so he is. Um, among he would be the worst among all Guardians qualified batters. Even Straw and Rosario are better than Jose Abreu right now offensively. So, yeah, he's got one home run this year and and he's got 23 RBI, but it's pretty bad. It's bad. This should be an interesting series. I mean, let's see what the Twins do. They're like I said, they're one and a half out. Be interesting to see if they uh, they get this thing going. Yep. We want to take a moment and thank you all for listening this week. Remember that you to comment daily. We respond to all comments that are not insulting. Uh, Thank you to everyone who is everybody be good for Jeff Guardians listeners. Uh, let's have fun next week. Let's continue to keep this hot streak going. Let's have fun. Uh, it's always good to be Houston. I'm always going to be petty and dislike that Houston squad. 
uh, for being a bunch of no good, dirty cheaters. Thank you all for listening, doing your part, and go, go, guardians, go. Jose, 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 Jose. Jose.